Welcome to The Jump Page. I'm Andy Fitzpatrick. And I'm Jennifer Bowman. First question right out of the gate, Jennifer. Has there been any blowback for you from our vicious takedown of big box stores <laughs> on the last episode? I'm pretty sure Sam's Club is going down. No, no, I got to say, no one recognized me. I did go to Sam's Club after that. So. Oh, good. And they didn't... Uh... No, and they didn't try to sell me anything either. Oh, so maybe they did here. Have you been to Sam's Club, James? I have. And you know how they walk around? They try to sell you cable oh, or a pillow? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How dare they? You go there on Saturday afternoon, you will not need yeah. to get lunch because well, they yeah. have so many samples. And, oh, try these. Try these. Oh, try these. Now, that's a good thing. That is a good thing. I'm okay but, yeah, with that. But, yeah, sometimes they can be a little high pressure. Yeah. <laughs> we should say our guest today is James Sanford <laughs> of uh, the Alamo Drafthouse Cinema. Who loves Sam's Club. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> James, how's it going? Just fine. How are you doing? Great. Uh, you, We were talking before we started recording that this is like your third or fourth, I'm going to say fourth appearance on this show. It probably is. First time in studio, though. Yeah. Is yeah. it everything you thought it might be? <laughs> all this and more. <laughs> this is actually the room where I uh, had my interview for The oh, Inquirer. Right. Yeah. Yeah, my, yeah because my this first was... first interview. This was... Yeah, you were an Inquirer reporter for I a time. Was. Um, but this was... Former editor Eric Green's office. That's right. So, he was the one who interviewed me. What yeah. we called the Resolute Desk used to sit right over there. So. <laughs> also, pointing in a room is great for podcasting. I'd, no, like, to, I'd no. like to say that. Uh, so, Picture a corner. <laughs> yeah, right. Picture a weird sort of L-shaped room. Orange <laughs> chairs. Or here, Yeah, here's a little look into our studio for the listener. Orange chairs, blue carpet. Green walls. Yeah. Two different colors of green on the walls. Is kind, of it? A, kind of like a sea foam and a. And a is that white or is that green I on the know. top? Sun baked moss. Let's just say it's not going to make a decor blog anytime soon. <laughs> it's not going to be an office beautiful. No. And then our uh, picture perfect windows look out on the newsroom. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's it's it. It's beautiful. Really. It's That's a beautiful it. studio. <laughs> so, uh, James, yeah. uh, Alamo. Um, the, what's the last day for the Kalamazoo Alamo? Theater? We are open uh, through April 3rd. Right. We are being told. Is, so, Is there anything uh, going on, any events like that, that uh, haven't sold out yet? <laughs> <laughs> we do have a few. Uh, we are doing our second annual March Madness series, which has nothing to do with basketball. It's basically just movies in which people go crazy. So. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so it so starts no. with uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil on March 1st, oh, wow. uh, which is a great, great movie to see on the big screen if you've never seen it. Yeah, that and then we have other stuff in there like Fatal Attraction with Glenn Close and Michael Douglas. We have Seven with Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman and wow. Gwyneth Paltrow. We have um, a really terrific Meryl Streep film that not many people have seen from 1985 called Plenty, in which she plays a former uh, French resistance spy during World War II who uh, makes it through the war and then uh, becomes kind of like a diplomat's wife in post-war England and you know just can't get that espionage out of her system. Yeah. So. I gotta say I'm doing the right now I'm doing the um, American Film Institute uh, 100 best movies list Ooh. and hitting the ones that I haven't seen before uh-huh um, and not a, f- a couple of months ago uh, I watched speaking of Meryl Streep I watched Sophie's Choice <sighs> which I'd never seen before Wow. 
Um, won't be going back to it anytime soon. Fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, just a just a superbly crafted film. I'm oh not, yeah, I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but I I, I will I hope to never watch it again. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's one of those things that uh, most people do not go to see over and over again. Right, so, right. A spectacular performance. Great book. I remember when I I read the book before I saw the movie. I remember I was. On a bus, when I got to the chapter where you actually figure out what Sophie's <laughs> choice is, because yeah. you start the book and you think, "Oh, she's choosing between these two guys." You know, there's the nice guy from the South, and there's the right. you know passionate, crazy New Yorker. And I'm like, no, that's not the choice. <laughs> and I remember I got to the part where she's making the choice, and I was just sitting there on the bus. And I'm sweating, <laughs> right? Yeah, sweating and oh shaking, and like you're going to think I'm having a nervous breakdown, and you can't not keep reading because it's like oh my god what on earth is this yeah in fact i regret bringing it up because now i'm thinking about it i know i know <laughs> so. oh my gosh so uh, have you seen sophie's choice no yeah i would not <laughs> i have not seen it but i'm all for anything meryl streep oh so. yeah yeah it's from uh although she is overrated <laughs> <laughs> so it goes or as seinfeld said in that one episode the phony baloney meryl streep <laughs> <laughs> No, she's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So um, uh, yeah, I've never heard of that other movie. Oh uh, yeah. Before, so it's uh, based on a play by David Hare that um, Rachel Weisz just did it in New York. I love her. Yeah, and apparently she tore it up. So it's a great role. Mm. So I would love to have seen that. So people. So have people been been kind of rushing out to get tickets to events and things yes. like that because <laughs> Alamo's, Alamo's going away here. So. Yes. I had a, it was like uh, two Saturdays ago. Uh, usually on Saturday nights I'm there and I will announce, you know, La La Land is sold out for the 7 o'clock show or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Hidden Figures is sold out for the 640 show. And a couple of Saturdays ago, I finally just said, if you're not here to see rings, we don't have a seat for you. <laughs> I was just like, I can't keep shouting out, you know, all the titles that are sold out. And I just went, right. you know, we're selling for the nine o'clock set. If you're not buying for the nine o'clock set, you know, don't, don't bother walking up to the box office because we're just going to disappoint you. Right. You know, right. We don't have anything left. I'm a terrible judge of that kind of thing. Like uh, we, we just went to a U of M uh, women's basketball game because my, my daughter really enjoys it. And um, we did not buy our tickets online ahead of time, so we thought because we'd been to it before, not mm-hmm. very high attendance, and uh, of course they're playing MSU, so this one was nearly sold out. Right, and we just happened to get there when someone else canceled their reservation, so like we're like so we got in. But uh, one time with the Alamo, uh, we went to see when Ghostbusters was re-released in the theater. Oh yeah! Now that yeah. was the first movie I'd seen in a theater ever in my life when I was five, mm-hmm. and. I thought I haven't seen it on a theater screen since, so I'm like, "Well, this will be great. I'll get to go back and you know, I'll go with my wife." And we we bought tickets online because I thought, "Well, you don't see it; it's not something that they show in theaters anymore, no. so they might sell out. Maybe a lot of people want to go see it." Of course, it wasn't. It was like in the middle of the day too, like the showing we went to. So it was like <laughs> there was not very high attendance, so like there's hardly anyone in the theater, and I just felt like an idiot walking up, like I'd like my two tickets that I reserved, please. And then these are the guys. Like, I don't okay. think that's dumb. Uh, I'm all for so, getting stuff ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really the best strategy because we hate to disappoint people, and yeah, you know, we had so many people when. You know, Rogue One opened in December. Oh, they're yeah. coming up five minutes before the movie starts, oh. and they're like, uh, there's 10 of us together. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, d- well, if this was a week ago, maybe we could have helped you, but... We went what, to... You mean it's sold out? Well, 
Yeah, my, my friend. You think people want to see something called Rogue One, a Star Wars story? <laughs> I, know, right? I don't know. This little art house film that barely oh, anyone's know. aware of. Yeah, we went to see Rogue One like a week after it came out just to kind of avoid the crowd. And mm-hmm. it was it, it was at Alamo. It was packed. And it was still packed. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, yeah. And we, you know, we had people coming in from, you know, the, the day after Christmas. And that was the second day we had La La Land. Like, what do you mean it's sold out? It's the day after yeah. Christmas. It's December 26th. Everybody has it off work. Oh, my gosh. Well, I was wondering why it was so busy here. Like, well, why are you here? Exactly. You know? <laughs> right. You're not the only one in town. So There was a guy who showed up. The, uh, we did this, um, we've been doing this series in February called Mondays with Audrey. We did it last year, too, and it was like a big success, so we brought it back. And we did Funny Face the other night, Audrey Hepburn and Fred Astaire. This guy came up to the box office and asked for one ticket, and he got his ticket. And he said, oh, my goodness, well, there's so many people. I thought I was going to be the only one here. And I said, yeah, there were 79 people who thought the same thing, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, Oscars are coming up. Yeah, Sunday. So who's uh, who's going to be the big winner of that? Will there be any upsets, do you think? Uh, There's... uh, it seems like there's always at least one that comes out of nowhere and everybody goes, what? How did that happen? Oh, I should preface this conversation by saying Jennifer and I, as we were talking about earlier, we have seen zero All of the movies. I haven't seen any, any of, of them. None of it. She's got a new baby. Oh, uh, yeah. So there's okay. no well, way. Well, yeah, that, that does become difficult. Yeah, so, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm just... Uh, Lazy. Terrible. Well, lazy. That's... <laughs> That's a huge problem. But the other problem is that I'm terrible at planning things out. So as we have found just out. Don't go see movies as often. I really want to see La La Land and get, didn't I want see to see it, that so. and Hidden Figures. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are both really good choices and um, very worthy nominees, too. So La La Land, what, tied for the most Oscar nominated? 14, I believe. That one's, that seems to have really divided people, too. There are people who love it and people who really hate it. Just online, yeah, you know, yeah. Twitter and things like that. Well, there are, yeah, anytime something becomes really popular like that, you have to get the naysayers in there. Well, I didn't think it was that great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, it didn't change my life. <laughs> that kind of didn't change my life. <laughs> who, would, who would the uh, James Sanford Oscar go to for Best Picture? You know, there's so many good ones. Um... La La Land is wonderful. Hidden Figures is very good. Moonlight is terrific. Lion is terrific. It's been a good year. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of these years where there's no one nominee in that category that I can go, well, that was a piece of junk. <laughs> right, right, right. And there have definitely been some years where you, there's a title in there that you're just thinking, uh, who paid who for that <laughs> nomination? And this year it's actually... A really strong field. So and the nominees are a little more diverse this year, too. They're right? definitely, yeah. There's there's a wide um, assortment of topics and talents and that sort of thing. I don't. Um, if I just had to vote for one, La La Land is definitely the one that I've seen the most because we've had it for 10 weeks and I had to do the La La Land movie party last week. And so do you come out and dance? And there, were, there, were people, there were people dancing, yes. It was not me, but I was just wearing my sun costume for, you know, it's another day of sun, which is the opening number. Okay. So I was dressed as the sun. 
I'm picturing um, the guy from the Jimmy Dean sausage commercials. <laughs> there were <laughs> the comparisons. <laughs> yes, there were comparisons. Or the Raisin Bran guy. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, really, that wasn't the look that I was hoping for, but, you know, I'll, I'll take it, I guess. So, Do photos of this it. exist online? There, so. there might be photos on Facebook somewhere. So know. everyone go look for those. Don't. <laughs> Don't. You, know, you won't feel better about yourself. Um, feel worse. So, yeah, I would not be upset if La La Land wins. I wouldn't be upset if um, Lion wins. I think it's probably a long shot. Moonlight is just a phenomenal piece of writing and acting. So, mm-hmm. you know, no complaints there. Um, Hell or High Water is a really good movie, which actually you guys could watch at home because it's like on Blu-ray. Okay. And <laughs> you can get it from Amazon or go. Netflix. So, right, right. yeah, there's one that you can catch up with. <laughs> good, good. Um so yeah, there's just so many good choices. This Manchester year. by the Sea. Is Manchester that by the Sea is yeah. terrific. Yeah, so. I mean it's it's not um not exactly uh, Rogue One a Star Wars story <laughs> in terms of uh, <laughs> exciting fun or anything like that, but it's beautifully written. It's uh, phenomenal acting. Um, it's it was interesting when we were playing it because we would get very different reactions from people as far as some people would say. Oh, you know, it was it was great, but it was just so downbeat, and I feel so depressed. And then there were other people who came out and said, you know, it was really downbeat, but then at the end, it was really upbeat, and you know, now I feel so much better. And I'm, I'm totally drawn to what people Whatever. consider depressing movies. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a de- it's a really sad subject, but it's not handled in this you know morose mm. sort of. Well, then maybe it's Man. not my thing. So, <laughs> there, well. there's a, there's some humor in it, but yeah, I mean, there's still. I like to be absolutely wrecked. After oh, okay. It. Yeah, it might do it for you. It might do it for you. So I pick myself up off the floor after watching yeah. a movie. That's oh, boy. <laughs> you. That's you've got. I've got to loan you Sophie's Choice. I think. All right. Yeah. Well. yeah I don't know. <laughs> she just had a daughter, though. Oh I don't no! Know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That would be Joe, really no, mean. <laughs> Although, but see, I have a, a seven-year-old, and that's kind of the age of the daughter mm-hmm. in the movie, yeah, right? So yeah. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Uh, oh, my God. When I watched um, uh, uh, Jeff Bridges, he's a cowboy singer, country singer. What's that movie? Oh, the uh, the heart. Um, yeah, <laughs> the, a, yeah, he heart. won the he won best actor for right. it of uh, strong heart true heart uh, something hard something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people know what i'm talking about uh there's a scene where <laughs> singing he's singing hard he's, or, he's, uh, he's it's a great movie it was it was it, i saw it twice and i can't remember the title i remember there was a heart right. in it so there's the scene something where heart. he loses the kid that he's watching oh in the gosh mall. in the mall and my my chest was just tight like it watching was that terrible. scene like i, couldn't, oh, I could not goodness. take it that you, was my that used to be my recurring nightmare when I was a child that my parents took me to the mall <laughs> and like we got separated and the mall closed and the lights went out and I'd watch right, the dark come down, and, yeah. Oh no. And, like, uh, oh yeah. Uh 
Dawn of the Dead or whichever one it is with <laughs> yes. the zombies come in the mall. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh, and that was really apropos because we lived in Pittsburgh and that was shot at Monroeville oh, right. Mall. That's right, yeah. And so I actually knew that mall and when I saw the movie like years later, I was just like, yeah, this was every nightmare I ever had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there weren't usually zombies involved in my nightmare, but yeah, if they dropped in, it would have been pretty much the same yeah. thing. And there was that time mall. And there was that time that uh, you saw someone get t- decapitated by a helicopter blade, just like in Dawn of the Dead. So you know, probably, it happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you're grateful that it doesn't happen every day, but, you know, we all have to face it sooner or later. Where can people find out more online about uh, Alamo or yourself? Well, we have our website, which is drafthouse.com backslash Kalamazoo, D-R-A-F-T-H-O-U-S-E. Somebody sent me something the other day, and I didn't get it, and they said, I sent it to your email. It was drafthouse.com, D-R-A-U-G-H-T. Oh, my, you're kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not in old England, yeah, you know? Yeah. Are you emailing me from Ireland? Because they- <laughs> Did you throw some extra U's in there for the <laughs> color and honor and rumor? And <laughs> um, I don't know. So, yeah. And now I've gotten to the point where, you know, I used to think everybody knew how to spell draft house. But, right. Oh. So make sure you go see something in Alamo before they. <laughs> Professor Peacock there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Peacock. Make sure you go see something in Alamo before they are uh, gone, gone forever in the yes. city. Well, we don't, we can't say that. Who knows? Well, we, yeah, who can say, but yeah, yeah. it's, um. And we also have our Facebook page, which we update every day with alerts as to new shows or specials or, you know, sometimes just bizarre, wacky stuff that we feel like foisting on the public. Uh, we were talking about uh, big back stores in the last episode at the beginning of this one. (laughs) MC Sports just filed. For bankruptcy, right? And they're closing everything. Yeah. You know, I went in there this week to see like the deals. Yeah. And the people were awfully upbeat <laughs> for the place about to close. No, they're free. <laughs> they get to escape. I that guess. Place. Yeah. They're, yeah. I don't know what that's. I didn't. That's but not you know, we've talked about it. it. Like, when have you gone in there? Yeah. Yeah. I went I, in there. I actually did go there last. Really? Fall. What well, would this be the I Kalamazoo was, one? Yeah, See, yeah, it was yeah. the one in Kalamazoo. I mean, I, I actually needed a bathing cap for swimming because I I've been using the pool. Wait, wait a yeah, I, I I've been using the pool and I was um like having problems with like I don't know like the chlorine, like chlorine like irritating. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, so I needed to buy a bathing cap, and they had a nice assortment, mm-hmm. and I actually bought a couple of other things while I was there too. Well, but. see, we are lazy with no wives. Oh, okay. as you know, like we're too lazy to even watch movies. <laughs> so there's no way I'm doing any sports. We uh, we have a tent that we've used for uh, outdoor podcasting, like a canopy tent yeah. thing. I think Mac bought that at MC Sports, if I remember well. Well, he's doing his part. So, so, <laughs> so but that was like last year sometime, last summer. Oh. So. Well, I mean, Sports Authority closed. I just don't think everyone's shopping online. Yeah. You know? And Gander yeah. Mountain just announced that they're closing. Yeah. yeah. And they were kind of weird about it. Like, they didn't confirm the bankruptcy. It was a, you know. They it was of, a, it was a, um, yeah, kind of a vague announcement. Yeah. But it, it seems like they're not doing so hot. Oh. Yeah. So. I need to get in there. I need a hoodie, so maybe I'll run to MC Sports and see if thirty percent off anything I need so far. So, see, it seems like it should be more than thirty. Well, it will. Oh, oh yeah. It'll you know. Oh yeah, I guarantee. You know, the closer they get to right. the closing day and right. start getting fire sale prices, and you can you can buy like their stuff, like their shelves and their 
Why not? Oh. All the fixtures. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I'll buy a cash register or something. <laughs> <A lot of laughs> I'm telling you, they were very nice in there the other day, though. I That's was like, great. wow, well, hello. Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Huh. So. Um, it's nice to see you. Yeah. Oh. Do we now? This isn't a Battle Creek based. Clo- I mean, the store in Battle Creek is closing, but it's not it's because Grand Rapids based, right? Yeah, I was thinking it was Battle. Or it was uh, Grand Rapids. So it's not like a Battle Creek economic situation. It's just the overall right. situation for MC Sports. But it's still depressing to see yet another empty store in Battle Creek. Yeah, it is. And then we've got the situation where uh, at the intersection of M sixty six and. Uh, Beckley Road, that company cut down all the trees. Oh, yeah. They just decided <laughs> to go. What was that all about? They yeah, just... I saw the picture. I said, what? A, huh? Yeah, I think they just went for it. So you could have a better <laughs> view of the now vacant Don Pablo's? Yeah, the, the abandoned Don Pablo's It restaurant. sounded like the developer who's trying to get that building filled oh. went ahead with it. And apparently there was some misunderstanding or some ignoring. I don't know. Right. And. Maybe they thought they could market it better. It looks terrible. <laughs> it looks awful. It really does. It's, it's Now you have an unobstructed view of traffic. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Wow. Look, that was really those, what I wanted to see. Instead of those nice pine trees, you know. That, yeah, and if, right. you're, if you're coming in on the road, oh, look, you can see the roof of Lakeview Square Mall. Just <laughs> <gasps> something you've always wanted to see. And, you know, it's in, it's in all the uh, visitor's guides. Yeah. <laughs> right. not, not the mall, just the roof. Right, right. Yeah. The air conditioning units above uh, the HVAC. Noble. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm not really understanding why they did that, but then again, I never went to Don Pablo's. So. Right. You didn't? No. They had really good margaritas. Wow. Yeah. I'm kind of mad I didn't I, know that. And yeah, the chips and salsa were very good. They had like some sort of a seafood enchilada I really oh. liked. So yeah, it was it was a pretty nice place. Very friendly servers. Very very attentive huh. there was so. a guy that would come out i don't know if he was a manager or what but once in a while it was the same guy every time he'd come out and he'd have a ball of dough and he'd give it to my daughter to play with and he would do it for all the kids oh singer, not just dough? My daughter, but you know, like a little ball of dough like play-doh like well no dough that you like make bread yeah was it like they're doughy? just handing dough to kids yeah <laughs> yeah was it like Doey the Clown or something? It wasn't a clown. It was a guy this. with a tie on. He'd come out. Did he work there? He had a name. I think, I'm pretty sure he came out of the back. I mean. Now you're wondering. Hey, yeah, baby, I can I wondering. interest you in some gluten? This is lunatic wandering around Don Pablo's hand. Wow, he never, I never ran into him. I, I mean, most. I feel did you ever go there with a kid? No, I didn't. Well, I didn't. But, most you know, restaurants give out crayons. Yeah. Well, we had those. And then I don't get the dough come around, thing. And then you can play with it and, you know, shape it into stuff. And then what do you do with it afterwards? Do leave, they bake it? it? On the table. I mean, eventually it, it gets, I mean, even before you leave, it starts to lose its flexibility. I'm going to go on the record dough. and say that's weird. That's, that's a... I'd be like, excuse me, man, don't hand dough to my child, <laughs> whoever Why? you are. Because it's weird. Why is it weird? Dough? <laughs> but what's, what's going to happen? Some man comes out and gives dough? <laughs> so... <laughs> that is so weird. We would have been happier so, if they'd opened the cash register and given me some dough out of there. Thank but you. yeah, that would have been so, fine. Some so. man who clearly works there, he comes out of the well, back room. I don't. I don't think that's relevant. Whether I, it works there. It's the did, dough. I don't understand. But what's gonna? What's the downside? Like, what's gonna happen? 
What's the point of the dough? To keep your kid occupied. Well, what if the kid starts eating listen, the dough? Listen. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's... Okay. The, yes. You know. Okay, well, at the How age... How dare you? You should be ashamed of yourself, Andy, for letting your daughter have the dough. No, Jeez. I'm proud of myself for not raising a child who, at the age of five or six, would just put objects in her mouth. Well, yeah, that's... Well, you know, if someone hated... This is how I intend to raise my child. Okay. Someone comes up and goes, hey, you want some dough? She's going to go... No, you weirdo. Who are you and why are you giving me dough? That's fine if you want to do that. I don't care if your child takes the dough or not. But here's the thing. You have a baby and you so far have not been faced with the conundrum of trying to keep this kid's mind on something oh. yeah, so you I get can that. get through a but meal. But dough? <laughs> I mean, the there's way. crayons. I don't know. There's those people that give iPads to their kids and they're just quiet for like four hours or whatever. I mean, I was a pretty creative child, but I would not have played with a ball of dough if somebody had brought it in. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, that's really weird. Uh, what is this? It's a late breaking. Sorry. What? Uh, <laughs> David Spade will not be performing at Firekeeper's Casino. Instead, it'll be Whitney Cummings. So. Oh, I oh. like Whitney Cummings. Yeah, though. I do too. You know, I've been told that I have a similar laugh to Whitney Cummings by multiple people. I've been told that. I've hmm. never compared them. To the oh, YouTube. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's weird. David Spade was just like, I'm out. I haven't read the whole release. Uh, hmm. Doe. Interesting, though. Doe. I wouldn't know. I'm, I, I just have no desire to play with doe, I guess. No. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Play-doh was one thing, but, right. you know. Somebody I mean, if you handed building me blocks dough? or doe. It's a restaurant. No. Yeah, exactly. No. I, you know, I'd think that they were trying to, like, put my kid to work in the kitchen or something. Oh, here. All right. Pick up some pizza skins here. <laughs> listeners. Know. Get to work. Go to. Oil those plates. <laughs> <laughs> listeners, go online and tell us who's right or wrong. <laughs> Jennifer and James with their weirdo anti-dose stance. We don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> or, or me with my perfectly rational pro-dose stance. I, Who dangerously lets his daughter play with dough. Yeah. Team dough. I, I don't know. <laughs> All right. The pro-dough Do- lobby. <laughs> about Milo. Uh, Milo gears is suddenly. a mess. He is. He is a hot, hot mess. mess. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> hot mess. A hot mess who doesn't look very hot. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, he's kind of messy mess. I think, uh, you know, I do think people, there's a really bad photo of him that I think. There's a lot of them. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I think there's this one that they like intentionally use because yeah. yeah. it probably really upsets it's him. the one on his Wikipedia page because I remember going to his Wikipedia it's, page his thinking. His chin mm-hmm. is just not looking good in yeah. it. It's a very bad angle. I remember going to his Wikipedia page because I'm like, who is this guy? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, oh, you're not a regular Breitbart <laughs> no. consumer? Uh, and uh, uh, looking him up and then the photo they use on there looks like a completely different person. Yeah. Because so. he like dyes his hair or whatever. Yeah. Here's the thing. I just don't think. I don't think he really believes what he's saying. But then again, I'm, you, we've talked about this. He said, "Well, what's the difference? You know, whether he believes what he's saying or right. if he's saying, you know." Right. I mean, yeah, people say that it's all an act, but yeah, the end result's the same. Right. I think that's the case with a lot of these so-called pundits that are yeah. out there. It's like, what can I say to really get an effect? What can I say to really shake people up and to get my name in the headlines? And oh, uh, and you know. 
maybe I'll backpedal on it later on, but you know, for right. a couple of news cycles, you know, I'll be all the rage and people will be talking about me. And it's, and I think he's another one who's kind of ridden that wave and now kind of been buried underneath the wave. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I read I was just telling you earlier today, Andy, I read a Daily Beast article and it's it's older. It's from like last year kind of with that whole Leslie Jones Twitter thing that he uh, loved to start and it basically said without his accent his British accent he'd like be nowhere gives like this false (laughs) sense of sophistication so I don't know the people that are susceptible to the kind of thing he's peddling I think a British accent goes a long way like oh he must really know well yeah the article is kind of making this argument that you know he his fans are people who are typically not seen as sophisticated they right. might take issue with that. Exactly. So they see this guy who they can go, oh, well, look, he's gay, but he's conservative and a libertarian, and he's saying all these things. Right. It's almost like they're vindicated, right. you know, in their thoughts. <laughs> right. do, is this the end of him, do we think? No. Don't think so? No. I, what, but what's he... It, there was a time when I think this would have been a career ender. But these days, right. oh my gosh! Yeah. I mean, there's uh, people reinvent themselves so many different ways. I mean, he made now like flip over and suddenly become this like super liberal and you know take on the conservative establishment and oh these hypocrites who you know completely backstabbed me. And, yeah. oh, well, who cares? He always <laughs> has that that whole narrative of oh this was like a well conducted you know well-organized effort to bring me down you know it's like no you just said some crazy stuff (laughs) about pedophilia and some people had a problem with and all of a sudden your book got canceled because nobody (laughs) wants to read how to pick up hot eight graders larry wilmore american hero can we say that <laughs> for telling Milo to go fuck himself? <laughs> well, it was much better than what Bill Maher did. So right, who sat there silently? Yeah, I didn't, oh I, I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Did you watch? No, that? I didn't see it. It was very. Was like, he just cozy. trying to let him hang himself or something? That's kind of what he's claiming now. Yeah, I think. he's kind of trying to take credit for this. But the, lovely. Or was he just he stoned and he dozed off? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> might, it might have been half that of that. Never been know that. Yeah, it was just weird because Bill Maher. I mean, whether you like him or hate him, he. He like engages with the people that are on the show, generally and debates yeah. and yeah. goes after him or whatever. It's pretty lively. And, and he just sort of sat there while Milo just sort of went on and on and didn't really contest anything he was saying. So it was hmm. very strange. Hmm. But are we adding to the problem by talking about it right now? Are we feeding the be- troll? I don't believe that kind of stuff. You know, that's like some of the criticism with the music. Like, How dare you keep talking about it? He'll go away, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, or he'll try harder <laughs> if you yeah. don't talk about it. Maybe him. we are, but like. It's not my fault that there's a terrible guy out there saying these things right. and people are agreeing with him and he's making a career out of it. That's not my fault. Right. Don't put this on me. It's. I think it is your fault, Jennifer Buffett. <laughs> okay, doe. Pro-doe. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to model a doe sculpture of Jennifer that I can stick pins in every time there's like somebody that I disagree with. Oh, that's Jennifer. <laughs> right in the heart. Right in the feet. Right in the back. <laughs> Uh, you know, I had Trump and Russia written down uh, for uh, a possible conversation Fake topic. News. I wrote, Fake news. I wrote that down two weeks ago and um, don't even remember specifically what it's referencing because there have been so many Trump yeah. and Russia <laughs> headlines. They just have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> yeah. Completely separate right. entities. <laughs> yeah. uh, and everything's just running together, so I don't even know. 
That's kind of what it feels like sometimes. I know. It's like, like Trump, this. Trump's been president for like 30 years, right? Oh that's, <laughs> that's what it feels like. It feels like this cavalcade of, you know, chaos that just keeps churning and churning and churning and people are trying to cover it. And just when you think you've hooked onto one story, oh, here's another scandal. Oh, I know. Here's another bad thing. Sometimes I feel like then the scandal like doesn't become that big of a deal because then there's just another one to shift your focus on. You know, yeah. it's like... This was a really big deal, mm-hmm. but because there's this other, you know, shit storm right. that it just minimizes all these things that should be like, it's incredibly D- tiring. <laughs> <laughs> it's tiring to listen to. Yeah. It's really, it. I've gotten to the point where I am having a very tough time listening to news programs for extended periods of time because I just get exhausted mm-hmm. yeah you you just feel like there's so much going on that you have absolutely no control over and i don't like to be angry or frustrated and so much of what i hear these days it's you know just you know oh you lied no you lied no you're, you're right. giving me alternative facts oh well alternative right. facts are lies blah 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 <laughs> right and i just don't have the patience you know right. it's i am i guess my feeling is you know life is too short yeah you know i i don't want to i don't want to listen to it you know, turn- call me when somebody gets indicted <laughs> call me yeah. when the, call me when the firing squad shows up uh-huh. you know and the thing that upsets me is it's one thing if you're reporting on it and you're actually investigating it and you're giving me something new but what i see so often on the 24-hour news channels is Instead of actual reporting, we'll have a panel come out right. and it's going to be all the usual talking heads. And, you know, here's um, blonde conservative yeah. and here's um, aged liberal and all this stuff. <laughs> and they all go through the <laughs> same liberal. old party lines again yeah. and yeah. all go, you know, go right down their list of talking points. And it goes on for about half an hour or so. And everybody has the same arguments with each other that they always have. And they call it news. And it's like, no, that's not news. Yeah. Yeah. That is a panel discussion that you're trying to disguise as news. They're not telling us anything new. They're just recycling the same crap that we've already heard. And I fail to see how that qualifies in any way as news or, you know, advances anybody's knowledge of the story. Because everybody knows, oh, well, she's an idiot. Oh, well, he's pompous. And, and, you know. Right. If That's I wanted so- that argument, I would just have Thanksgiving dinner every week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's true. Right, right. I'll have to bring over some Adele songs like the I started. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I want to know. I think you're absolutely right. And I want to know who is out there dying to see Van Jones and um, Jeffrey Lord yell at each other for the hundredth time One in a row. More time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I see value at times to have, you know, these two people with two different viewpoints and have, but that's like all it is. Right. Right. I mean, like I see value in the opinion page in the paper, but right. if it was the or, entire thing. Or, or in podcasts where people just <laughs> go on and on about this. <laughs> Doe. Brodo. Do. Well, don't come to Portage because we just got a Chick-fil-A. And oh, the that's what we can talk about. Listen, what is no. going on? People are camping out. 
They're camping. You're kidding me. No. Tents. There are tents <laughs> for set a, up. For a Chick-fil-A food is not good. I've never had it, so I can't say. I have never had it, but I good. cannot imagine that I, even if it was uh, my late grandmother's fried chicken, <laughs> which I would love to have again. <laughs> And I have tried in vain to copy the <laughs> recipe, and she didn't have a recipe. She wouldn't tell course, us how she made it. So I've just tried to like go back in my memory, and okay, she soaked it in the buttermilk for an hour. Right. And then, yeah. <laughs> but even if it was that chicken, I don't know that I would set up a tent no. and wait days. But apparently, if you're one of the first 100 customers, right. you get free food for a year. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like part of the... Why would you want that for a year? You're going to die. Know. I was going to say it. So, well. you know, and it's I think French. that's why they just give it out. They're like, well, they're not going to make yeah. it. You know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. They'll, they'll, they'll never have to honor that agreement. Right. I, I, uh I, but those. But if you're someone who's camping out for a fry, free fried chicken for a year, if you don't get it, you're just going to go eat fried chicken somewhere else. So. It's, not even, <laughs> it's not good. It's not good. Where do you go? If This if, is what I'm saying. It is not good. Okay. I, I can be attacked fine. for that. I know Popeyes. Totally that. Popeyes is fantastic. Popeyes is good. I, I like wish, Popeyes a lot. I wish it's not the same. It, that's Chick Fil A and like Popeyes or even KFC. They're not the same. It's really weird. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If you're gonna get fried chicken and not, you're not gonna make it yourself, where are you gonna get it in this area? <sighs> in this area, I probably would go to Popeyes. But there's a place in San Diego called Church's Chicken. Oh, I've heard of really it. Oh yeah, Church's. Oh, so good. They used to be around here. I, know. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Feels... I don't know what happened to them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know mm. if they're still in business even. Oh, they were, it was good chicken. Yeah. I think we still have a Church's in Kalamazoo. My little Asian hmm. grandmother makes really good fried chicken. Really? Yes. I've been told mine is really good. I don't know if there it's like uh, my grandmother's, but it's you know. And the funny thing about it is, she made this amazing fried chicken. Which she fried in lard, which I don't do in my kitchen. <laughs> right, right. Because, you know, I don't want the PC police busting in. <laughs> so, no, I, the, but she always used to have this jar of lard in the back of the refrigerator, and that would come out and go right into the skillet and all that. Um, <laughs> so, I do not prepare it that way, but I have been told that um, my fried chicken is really good. So. I well, don't know, I'll, but I uh, I, I don't bet sell it's better it. than Chick Fil A because Chick Fil A food is gross. Well, and the funny thing about my grandmother is she made this wonderful fried chicken, right? And she was convinced that it paled in comparison to KFC. Oh, I can't touch. Really? I can't. Really? I can't possibly compete with the colonel. She used to get so excited when we would have picnics or something, and she was, "Oh, let's go to Kentucky Fried Chicken." No, Grandma, why don't you make the chicken? Oh no, that old. <laughs> no, no, no. I I wouldn't what hear a about it. James, woman. and she would go. Oh, when the extra crispy first came out. <laughs> Oh, life changing, <laughs> James. She was just that was her way of saying, "I'm tired of making this fried chicken. I need a break." <laughs> I don't know. I don't. But she she went on and on about how great KFC was. Wow. I mean, it's okay, but you know, your chicken is so much better. The place I go to for fried chicken is Speedy Chick. And oh, Speedy I've never had it. Chick. It's there. To my knowledge, there are two in existence: one in Marshall and one in uh, Urbandale. I oh. think Urbandale. Oh, or maybe it's up on North Avenue. See, now I forget. Mm. But there's one in Battle Creek. Yeah. And um, the one, and I've never been to the one in Battle Creek, so I can't speak for it. But the one in Marshall, it's been there my whole life. And you go in, and it's kind of like a half a house, half of a business, like like the way the building is. Like the back of it looks like a house or like it used to be a house. Right. 
But you go in, and the only place you can go in in there is this little tiny like closet-sized room. <laughs> and there's a service window. And all over the walls are articles from the last like 50 years about Speedy Chick. <laughs> and you just order your food, or you call it in. You, we usually call it in, but you, you can just walk in and well, order it. Well, at least it. you're good at planning your fried chicken <laughs> I do. I do plan my fried chicken dinners. Uh <laughs> There was that. So, so well, actually, I, I, I remember it because I used to get it every summer on the date before the um, Marshall to Mackinac Road Rally, which I organized two years in a row, a road race. Wow. <laughs> uh, with my friends and I racing to Mackinac Island. That sounds safe. I'm the two-time winner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, All right. Sounds very safe. <laughs> it, it was not. <laughs> um, well, the last leg of it is a foot race because the finish line – was this um there's a buoy on a beach on Mackinac Island. Okay. And um it's like like a historical marker thing and the first person the first team to have someone touch the buoy is the winner. And so the last leg of it's a foot race. So And you finished- my friend uh Nate, uh my co host on the best podcast in the world, which we're on month three without a new episode. So <laughs> I'm sure all of you remember that podcast. Uh, but uh, he won. He won for my team because uh, I can't run very well, <laughs> and he can. So. Because your arms were full of fried chicken. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I was carrying the fried chicken, but I would get the fried chicken before we'd go do that, and I still do it in the summer on that date. So. Oh, wow! Anyway, <laughs> you it's go a, in. It's a fried chicken holiday. That's <laughs> right. So you go in and you order your chicken. They hand it to you through a little window, and you leave. And I don't know what's in the rest of the building. I mean. The kitchen must take up some of it. But. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Hmm. And you can get uh, – so when you, when I was a kid, my memory of it is you get like a shoebox-sized box, and they put chicken in there and like a cup of mashed potatoes, like a little styrofoam container and a little styrofoam container of coleslaw, and they'd fill the rest of it like packing peanuts with French fries. Oh. Like so the whole thing would just be filled with French fries. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of potatoes. Now, they don't do that now. Like you oh. go there now, and it's a little more restrained. Well, good for them. Uh, Watching out for the natural. I'm, I was going <laughs> to say the description alone made me want to drain my arteries. <laughs> right. you know? Well, I'm sure. I'm sure oh, that uh, if you ask them to do it, they'll probably do it. Why wouldn't they? But um, oh, you can get oh. smelt there, which I don't like, but my dad does. Uh, and the same thing, like a shoebox, and it's filled with smelt, which is a little fish. And uh, yeah, you can prepare it kind of similar to fried right, chicken. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's my fried chicken story. That's a great story. Mm. Thanks. That's a great story. <laughs> and like all of our episodes, we're going to end on that fantastic story. <laughs> we're always ending strong. <laughs> you can't top the fried chicken story. <laughs> the jump page will uh, just go on and on until it completely runs out of steam every episode. That's the jump page guarantees. So. <laughs> That's our motto. Uh, uh, Jennifer, where can people find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter, J-E-N-N underscore Bowman. I'm on Twitter at AM underscore Fitzpatrick. If you like the music you're hearing, James, there's music playing right now. Did you there know that? is? <laughs> if wow. you like the music you're hearing, you can think I'm on 26. He's on Twitter at AMON26. And before you turn off your device, go watch, listen, or read something at BattleCreekFlare.com. James, thanks for joining us. It's a pleasure. Thank you.